episode number 120. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Unstuck Method, Shira Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. I'm thrilled to bring to you an interview I had with my dear friend, Esther Goldenberg. Let me first give you her official intro. Esther Goldenberg is a seasoned educator, coach, and author of several books, including A Story Every Week, Torah Wisdom for Today's World. As a Getting Unstuck coach, Esther helps people rewrite the stories of their lives and live in the happily ever after. So that's the official Esther Goldenberg, but the unofficial Esther Goldenberg is that she happens to be one of, if not the, closest people in my life. I actually only met Esther a few years ago, back in 2015, when I pitched my book idea to her, because Esther, who wears many, many hats in her life, is a book coach, among other things. And it was Esther who helped transform the unstuck method from a blog to a book, And it's been Esther's unending support and love, which has sustained me and the growth of the Getting Unstuck movement. I am privileged and honored and blessed to have Esther in my life. Not only is she an amazingly supportive friend, she happens to be one of the wisest people I know. And so I interviewed her for this podcast, not only because I wanted to share her with you, but because she recently completed the Getting Unstuck coach training program. And with all the wonderful people who go through the program, they are invited to be interviewed on this podcast. What I love about this interview is that we recorded it face-to-face. While Esther and I live thousands of miles away from each other on a regular basis, we had the opportunity to spend time together this summer in New Jersey, and so we took advantage of that time to do this interview. If you have a book inside of you that is waiting to be written, or If listening to Esther creates a spark in you, I highly recommend that you reach out to her, even if just to say that you heard this interview and that you enjoyed it. You never can know what can happen when you make a connection with another human. Her email is in the show notes. So without further ado, here we go. All right, Esther, this is such a, this is such an amazing moment for me that because we haven't seen each other in about two years and I have been wanting to interview you for a long time and at the same time I wanted to interview you face to face I didn't want to do it online and so I waited and so yesterday you came to my retreat that I led with Netta on reawakening joy and so you came up from Maryland to New Jersey And now you're here with me and you stayed over for the night and now I get to interview you in person and I'm so, so, so excited for this interview and I can't wait to share you with the rest of my listeners. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I wake up every Tuesday morning, as you know, and I get to hear your voice on the podcast and of course we talk online all the time, but Two years is a long time to wait to be in the same room together, and I'm so excited to be in the same room podcasting and anything else. Okay, so 
Let's start out. I did a little bit of introducing you in the beginning in the introduction, but I just want to reiterate that you we first met because you are my book coach. Um, you helped me take my blog about getting unstuck and you helped me turn that into a book. And without you, none of this would be happening in the world today. So I owe all of that to you. And I really want to acknowledge you and your your ability and your wisdom and your 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 sense of vision that I did not have. Um, I just want to acknowledge you publicly to the world because really without you, I would not be where I am today. Thank you. I want to acknowledge you too and not take 100% of the credit for the book being in the world because without you, it wouldn't be here either. Helping you write the Getting Unstuck book was one of the greatest joys and growing experiences of my life. And a lot of the credit goes to you. Believe me, you were there. <laughs> you did a lot of work on it. Okay, so this is just going to be like a love fest of an interview, probably. So my dear listeners, you're just going to have to deal with that, that we just love each other. And <laughs> you're going to hear a lot of that in this interview. Okay, so I know you as a book coach. That's how I met you. Um, you've turned into like my best friend, but how I know you as you're, you're a book coach. But I know that you've had a previous profession before you got into um, book coaching. And I know you're just like an all around, you do lots of different things. So if you can share with the listeners who you are, where you're from, what are you doing now? Sure, I'd be happy to. So my background is in education. Uh, I started teaching at a very young age when I was still a child in Chicago and always helping in classrooms and teaching in after-school activities. And my mom was a teacher. I grew up in schools, and I've just always been an educator, always, always. And then my profession was an elementary school teacher, which I loved. And I love teaching, and I love seeing people's eyes light up when they learn something new or when something clicks. And to me, coaching is a lot like teaching. It's just... Or I could say teaching is a lot like coaching. They're both very similar and that you're helping somebody to learn something new or to expand their knowledge about something or to grow their skills. So for me, I see teaching and coaching as two words that describe very similar things, just maybe with a different number of people involved. So right now I'm not in the classroom. Right now I just help individuals by coaching them individually but to me, except for the setting, it's pretty much the same. So I remember before you really started writing your book and you approached me with this idea and I thought it was an amazing, amazing concept for a book and really more so an amazing concept for life and a tool that people can easily incorporate into their lives. And you were stuck and you didn't know it, which often happens to the best of us when we're stuck. You were stuck on an idea for the book that maybe you would have just one stuck story each day. And I think that would make a really fun kind of calendar thing where you can just read a little stuck story each day, but you couldn't envision it as a book. And it was such a pleasure to watch your mind open up as we generated some different considerations for how the book might look. And that was really my first experience with doing some Getting Unstuck coaching was working through these considerations with you. So, yes, I definitely came to you stuck. I think I, I probably 
knew at the time that I was stuck. I just, I didn't know. I couldn't see that there was an answer. I couldn't see that I didn't consider there was anyone that could help me. People were telling me, you need to turn this into a book. And I was like, I mean, I was stuck on disbelief. I was stuck on disbelief that I could write a book. And I was stuck on disbelief that somebody out there would be able to help me write a book. Um, and I was kind of certain that just that was just kind of a, an idea that would come and go. Um, but I just but I pitched it to you and I sent it to you. And, you know, I was I wrote like the most unconvincing email in the world. I was like, Dear Esther, my name is Shira. I have a blog. It's okay. Why don't you take a look at it? And some people think I should turn it into a book, but I'm not really sure. Let me know what you think. I hope to hear from you. <laughs> it was like such a ridiculously unconvincing email. And then you wrote back and you were like, I looked at your blog and it is awesome. And you need to share this with the world. And yes, I will help you write your book. And that was like, one of the greatest moments of my life, like opening that email, and I read it so many times. I'm like, I gotta reach out to this woman. She's gonna help me that she's she exists. And I can't believe this. Okay, so this is a question I like to ask anyone who has gone through the Getting Unstuck Coach Certification Program. I like to ask why they decided to take the program, and I'm asking that to people who have been already practicing in the world of mental health as a counselor or a coach or a therapist. I'm also asking people who haven't been in the world of mental health, and they're looking possibly to help others get unstuck. And so I'm really curious, and I'd love for you to share with the listeners, why was it that you chose to go through this program? And I guess I'm asking because look, the truth of the matter is you, you helped me write my book, right? You know the stock method more than anybody in the world. You know it inside and out. You probably know it better than I do at this point. And so when you said that you were interested to go through the program, it kind of stunned me. I was like, why would you want to go through the program? You know it inside and out. And I was thrilled that you went through it. And I'm thrilled that you now can consider yourself an official Getting Unstuck coach. But I'd love to hear from you why you chose to go through it and what value you received from it and and what you're doing with it today. Well, I think I decided to go through the program for a couple of reasons. The short answer is I've known you for a long time and I learned pretty quickly. If you're teaching something, I want to sign up to learn that from you. So this was no exception. Um, and I'm in the journey as well. You're just an amazing teacher and you teach this incredible skill. It's very simple. You know, we know the acronym. It's really simple. But to have a guide and to watch you teach is just um, enlightening every time. So that was one reason I took it. Another reason I took it um, maybe is because I do know it so well. Like you said, I was there, you know, not in the beginning of the method because you were blogging for a while and you were, of course, using it on yourself for a long time before I came around to help you with the book. But it was amazing to help you with the book and to be in your thoughts as you processed how to explain it. And I do know it really well. And it's because I know it really well. I know how well it works. I know how well it works for me and I know how well it works for my kids and I know how well it works for students and for friends. And sometimes uh, I will help people through like a small stuck spot without necessarily even saying the letters of the acronym of what we're going through, but still using the tools because they're not necessarily familiar with the method and this way I can help them process through what they're going through at the time. So I thought, 
if I take this course, I can, first of all, learn more from you and also officially let people know how well-educated I am in the method, because I know and you know how well I know it, but most other people don't know that. So because I believe in this so much, because I've seen personally from the change that it's made in my life, how great it is to be able to get unstuck from those sticky moments, I want to help spread it. I just think it's a great tool for everybody to have. You know, when I was growing up, I don't know if I knew when I was having feelings. I don't know if I knew when I was stuck. And I just like felt icky. I didn't like it. I didn't like how it was. And I definitely didn't know that getting unstuck was a possibility. And I don't know if I told you this before or not. So a few years ago, I was doing some of my own healing. And I asked the question, I said, or I made the statement, I'm not really sure what to do when I have a feeling. Like, what are you supposed to do? I'm really frustrated. What do I do now? I'm really angry. What do I do? I don't like how this feels. What do I do? And I think the universe was listening because it was that next week that I got the answer from you. And I had never heard of you before. And I had never heard of getting unstuck. I just asked the question with 100% sincerity asking for help. And you were the answer that was gifted to me. So thank you. And now that I know about getting unstuck, I just use it all the time. And and I know that I'm not the only person on earth who's gotten stuck before on emotions. I know that I'm not the only person who didn't know that getting unstuck was an option. I know that I'm not the only person who came from a background of not really sharing feelings So I want to let other people know that you might feel stuck. I still feel stuck sometimes now, but I know what to do about it. And I know how to feel better at the end, which I didn't know was a possibility. So I just want to share that with other people. And becoming certified in your method helps me to do that. So first of all, I didn't know that story. And thank you for sharing. And that's just amazing. That's just, wow, serendipity or fate or whatever you want to believe it. I love when the stars align. And and I, that's amazing. I never knew that story. And I'd love to know, so you finished the certification, let's see, it was probably back in June. And so it's been a few months, a couple of months. And I'd love to know, um, you know, what have you been doing with the certification since then? And if there's a story if you feel comfortable sharing, maintaining confidentiality, of course, if you have any anything that you can share about your experiences as a new Getting Unstuck coach. Sure. So I've found that when people hear that I'm a Getting Unstuck coach, even if they're not yet familiar with the method, they sort of understand the concept of being stuck and wanting to be unstuck. And so they ask me a little bit more about what that means, and it sounds appealing to them to become unstuck. And so what I used to tell people is that I help people rewrite their stories. And it seemed that people understood this less. And it took me many more minutes to explain what that means to rewrite their stories. And now that I tell people I'm a getting unstuck coach, in my mind, it's pretty similar. And I'll tell you why through this story. But to them, it's easier to understand. So I was working with a client recently 
who built her own business and it's an amazing business. She has an amazing product and she spent her adult life making this business and then she retired recently. And when she retired, she left her business in good hands with people that she trusted and knew for a long time. And recently after she retired, they put out a version of the product that was really not good enough. It was really below the standards that they had been making before, and nobody at the company noticed. And when she saw the product, she noticed. And even though she wasn't the head of the company anymore, obviously she was still in touch with these people, and she brought it to them, and she said, look, look at these errors, look at this mistake. This is not a good product, and it still has my name on it, and this isn't, this isn't good. What am I going to do? And the people there were respectful, but they were like, oh, it's not such a big deal. We'll just fix it. Okay, but that made her feel really worried about the future of her business that she spent her whole life building. So she and I worked together through this stuck spot because what was happening to her is that daily she would get upset and worried that her, this business that has a really good name is going to go downhill. And how could she get unstuck from that? Because no matter what happens, nobody wants to be in that place in their brain where they're just worried about something happening. So we, we did the method. We stopped. She told me how she was feeling, which was frustrated and worried. And we uncovered some of her beliefs about it. And when we came to the considerations... We put out a lot of considerations because sometimes it takes a lot of considerations before you can come to the one that works for you. This is what I mean about helping people retell their stories or rewrite their stories. This is what happens in the consideration step is that you have to take on a consideration that you sincerely believe. So for example, the consideration, it will all be okay. That wasn't working for her. She didn't sincerely believe it, and so she couldn't rewrite her story with, it'll all be okay. And there were a bunch of considerations generated, and the one that she chose was, they'll either learn the first time or they'll learn the second time. And she chose that because she knew these people who were running her former business now. She trusted them. She'd worked with them for a long time, and she knew them to be people who will learn from their mistakes and who recognized that this was a mistake. So she knew that they would either learn from this mistake or that they would learn from the next mistake. And she was able to realize that she was just, she was stuck on worry and that it was a true story that she could rewrite in her mind that they will either learn the first time or they will learn the second time. And that was the consideration she chose. And in choosing it, she rewrote her story. She, she went away from the story of, this is all going to be terrible. They're going to run the business into the ground. Oh, no, oh, no. And took on the story of they'll either learn the first time or they'll learn the second time. That's a beautiful story. I'm curious, did you help her come up with those, that specific consideration? Or was that something that she generated from within her? It doesn't really matter. I'm just kind of curious. That is one that I generated is sometimes or oftentimes I find when people are stuck in their own stories, it's really hard to consider something that they're not already thinking of. But when I hear somebody's story and I'm not as emotionally attached to it, I can see lots of different ways that the story could continue. And so I try to help people generate their own considerations, but I also will often offer considerations knowing that they might not be the right ones. 
but it's something to consider and maybe we'll get to the right one. Yeah, this is a great segue actually to my next question because one of your best gifts is that you are a teacher. So, and I don't mean teacher that you have experience teaching, you just are a teacher in your nature. And so you are not only my book coach, you are also one of my coaches, one of my life coaches in life. I reach out to you quite often in life when I feel stuck and you help me. And the way you help me is a very special way. You often will offer me an analogy which nobody else in the world does. It's like only my friend Esther will offer these analogies and you offer it in a way that makes me see the situation that I that was just clouded before. And it's so, it gets so it becomes so clear that I'm like, oh, right, of course. Like how could I how did I not think of it like that? Of course. Like thank you. And it's such a gift that you can you can help somebody see it's such a gift. It's, you know, it's one thing to just offer considerations, you know, you can consider this, can you consider this? And another way that you do it is with these analogies. And it's just like, yes, okay, now I can see it. Thank you. It's like putting on a new pair of glasses. It's so powerful. It's like you couldn't see before. And now you give me this analogy. And it's like, now I can see. Yes, okay. I don't know if this is going to be difficult for you or not, because you've offered so many analogies since we've become friends. But maybe if you can think off the top of your head, um, maybe one or two, like maybe one or two that you've said to me before a number of times or that you've shared with other people that have also resonated with them. Thank you. Sure, I'd be happy to share an analogy or two. And I think that this particular gift that I have comes from years of teaching eight-year-olds because eight-year-olds know that they don't know everything. It's not until you become a teenager that you think you know everything. When we get older, we know that we don't know everything. But eight-year-olds know that they don't know everything, and so they're open to learning. And the truth is, adults don't know everything either, and not everybody has this particular area of expertise. And so when I know that I can explain it to an intelligent eight-year-old in a way that makes sense, I know that's a really easy and relaxed way for an adult to understand as well. So one of the favorite analogies that I like to share is about how the brain works and about getting unstuck, actually. And often I share this in response to the question of, well, if I've gotten unstuck about this before, if I already know what consideration to take, why am I getting stuck on this again? This same thing. So I like to talk about a hill with fresh snow. Now I'm from Chicago and it's not very hilly, but we do get snow. But no matter where you're from, you can imagine a nice hill with some fresh snow and you can imagine being excited and going outside in all your winter gear and taking a sled with you and seeing the snow and jumping on your sled and going down the hill. And on fresh snow, you're gonna go down slowly on that very first time down the hill. And you slowly make your way down to the hill and you finally get to the bottom and then you have to carry your sled back up to the top but it's okay because guess what there's some fun coming you get to sled down the hill again and now you have to make a choice do you want to go down the fresh snow again or do you want to go down the path that you just made well if you're looking to have some fun out here you probably want to go down the path that you just made because now there are some grooves and if you put your sled there, the snow is a little more packed and you're gonna go down more quickly. 
And by the time you do this the third time, you're probably really having fun on that path. Now, maybe you're a person who wants to make new paths all the time and that's fine, but if you're sledding and you wanna be efficient and you wanna do it quickly and have the most fun and be really fast, you're gonna go down the path that you already made. And this is the way that our brains work. Our brains want to be efficient and they want to be fast. So when we learn some new information, and it could be new information when we're babies, maybe we learn our mother's face or when we're a little bit older and we're learning to walk or we're older and learning our times tables. Whenever we learn something new, it's like putting the sled on the fresh snow where there's no path. And then when we repeat that information, we get faster and faster and faster at it. And our sled, we just put it down on that path because we it's going to be so fun. So when we take a consideration, when we allow ourselves to get unstuck from old patterns, there's actually some work to be done. Because what we need to do is carry our sleds back to the top of that hill. And then we want to we put our sleds down on that slick path. And then we go, oh, no, wait, not this path. This is the path that goes where I don't want to go. But our brain instantly wants to go to that fast path. And we need to redirect it and take our sled, pick it up, trench through the snow in our heavy boots, chomp, 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 or whatever the noises that snow makes, and make a brand new path in the snow. And that brand new path is slow. And until we practice it many times, it stays slow. (laughs) And our brain immediately wants to go to that fast path. When we're stuck, they're like, okay, I know how to go. I know the pattern here. Here it is. Here's my path. And we just put our sled down on that fast path and go. So when we get unstuck, the reason why we might repeat old patterns, even if we recognize that they're not our favorite patterns to repeat, is because we need to put in the work to pick up our sleds and move them to the fresh snow where it's going to be clunkier and it's going to take more time. And it's going to take more repetitions to make that path faster. And that's the way our brains work. Another analogy that I know that I've shared with you recently, it's also one that I like to share often. So sometimes people get stuck in the future. They get stuck on what if, right? And they're planning because our brains really want to protect us, right? Like, what if I come across another shark? Well, then I should swim away or I should get out of the ocean or I should shoot it or like all these different possibilities. And that's our brain's way of keeping us alive. We're not often encountering sharks. Our brains keep themselves busy with different what ifs, like what if my boss sees that I'm late today? Or what if my spouse is in a bad mood? Or then I will do this or then I will do that. Preparing for this future uncomfortable situation. So the analogy I like to use is one of a bird. So if you imagine a bird outside just going about its business, doing whatever birds do, I'm not really familiar with a bird's day, but I do know that they land on branches on the tree. And birds are never worried about the branches that they land on falling. Now we know that sometimes branches fall And I would guess that birds probably know that branches fall too because they've experienced a lot of branches. But a bird doesn't worry that a branch that they land on is going to fall because a bird has wings. And if the branch falls, that's okay. The bird can just fly to another branch. So I like to remind people that we have that power too, that we don't need to spend time worrying about the future and making 17 different plans for what ifs in the future. We can remind ourselves, 
We are birds, and when we get to that branch, if it breaks, we'll just fly. Awesome. Thank you for sharing both of those analogies. I I just want to touch on the first one for a second. So on last week's episode, I spoke about how I changed um, the method very slightly, but I changed the last letter of the method, K, from OK, which is what it's been for all this time. It's in the book, and it's that's what the method was. I changed it to kindness. And so the analogy, the first analogy that you offered really touched on that because I can tell you from my experience, there are many reoccurring stuck places, right? So that person or that thing, it's always going to exist. And so I have the potential of getting stuck because that thing triggers me, right? And so I hold myself in a place of self-kindness that I'm learning, right? I'm not perfect. I'm not an angel. I'm learning to take a new track down that hill. And it's not easy. It's, it's really not easy. This is, this is a skill. And it takes practice. And it takes effort. And it takes a desire to want to change. And, but I do know that that making that new path is possible. But holding yourself in self kindness as you try and you keep making attempts is really important because otherwise you just, you know, you just get stuck on, well, I'm not perfect, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not this, or I'm not that. And then you just like, you know, whatever, give up, which is the opposite of what we're trying to do. So I love having that image. I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just creating a new path. And it's, I'm going to be able to do it. It just takes a little bit of effort. And it's just going to take a little bit of practice, but I can do it. And having that image in my mind really helps me. So I'm hoping that it'll help the listeners too. So Esther, it's been so fun. And it's been a privilege really to be sitting in this room with you interviewing you and speaking to you about this world of getting unstuck. And it's just amazing how we even know each other, how we got to this place. All of it's been amazing. Thank you so much for giving me your time and for sharing yourself with the listeners. And if there's anything else that you'd like to share with them, this is your opportunity. Well, there is one more thing that I'd like to say, and I say it often, and I'll say it again here if that's okay, which is that one of my favorite things about the getting unstuck method is that when you know it and I know it and other people know it, we have a new common language. We have a new shared way of talking to each other and helping each other through experiences. So there's a lot to be said for listening to somebody tell their story, listening to somebody vent or express their emotions. That's great. And there's a lot to be said for offering kindness and support and help. But to me, having the same shared language of Uh, coming across somebody who is stuck and very upset or something and being able to say, have you taken a stop yet? Would you like to take a stop with me? And them knowing what I mean by that and knowing the value of it. And then we take a stop together and then I can say, so what are you feeling? Right? And that's the T step and they know it. And they tell me what they're feeling. This could be, you know, in a coaching situation or just in a friend situation, just sharing the same common language of, wow, I I hear you. You told me that you're feeling this way. I understand. Let's uncover why that is. And then immediately they can begin with, well, I believe this should 
because they understand the language that I'm speaking. And then together or separately, we can say things like, well, maybe this consideration is something to consider. Or can you think of considering this? And I do love the bit about kindness at the end because it's so important not to get restuck and also to acknowledge our own humanity that this is a journey and this is work and that we're making progress every time. You know, you talked about, you talk about all the time on your podcast about how you still get stuck and you give us examples. And that's a wonderful thing to hear because then I know, even though I'm still getting stuck, well, you're still getting stuck too. And uh, in some ways that could sound hopeless, but my experience of it has been very hopeful and that I know that I get stuck in my life far, far less frequently. I mean, far less frequently and that I get unstuck really quickly and It's an amazing change in my life. And I'm so grateful to other people who are familiar with the getting unstuck method so that they can help me get unstuck when I'm super stuck and can't use it myself. And I'm just really grateful that there's this new language in the world that we can use to help each other. It's beautiful. Thank you. I love that. I also love talking about the fact that it's a language that we can all communicate as one really throughout the world. I mean, you and I share two languages that we speak together, English and Hebrew. And the truth of the matter is with the unstuck method, we speak a third language. And really my mission, my goal, my hope in the world is that this will be a new language that's introduced to the world that everybody in the world can speak. And it can really break down a lot of barriers and bring a lot of people to peace if they can speak this common language. So thank you for that. Something else I love, by the way, is I'll email you, and I'm not even asking for coaching, but I'll just, or I'll be talking to you, I'll just share with you like something that's going on in my mind. And you'll say, um, would, you, would you like a consideration? <laughs> and, you know, I, that's the like, perfect example. That's just a common language. I know what you're talking about. And 10 times out of 10, I always say, yes, please, I want to hear what, you know, what are you offering me? And, and it's very comfortable, like it's very comfortable. I know where you're coming from. You're coming from a good place. You're coming from a place of heart. You're, going, you're coming from a place of wanting to help. You're coming from a place of seeing something that I can't see. And it's not insulting and it's not judgmental. It's coming from a great place. And so it is very fortunate that I know what you're talking about. Like, and it's not even this formal coaching setting. You're just, you're just, would you like a consideration? And I'm like, yes. And it's, it's so freeing to be able to be a part of that conversation. Not many people can have that in their relationships. So I am privileged that I have that in my relationship with you and in my relationship with anybody who speaks this unstuck language. So this was wonderful. I think we're going to call it a close. I would love for you to let people know how they can reach out to you, where they can find you. Well, I generally see people through word of mouth. They either hear from somebody else that I've helped them get unstuck from something or they encounter me somewhere and, you know, maybe in real life or on a podcast (laughs) and think I'd like to connect with her and and see if she can help me get unstuck. So I'm just going to give you my personal email address, which is eagoldenberg at gmail.com. And if you think that you'd like to get unstuck or if you'd like to just meet and see if we're a good match for getting unstuck together, you can just email me at my personal email address. 
So Esther, I just want to thank you again for your time. And I want to thank you for your friendship. And I want to thank you so much for your endless support with my personal and professional work with Getting Unstuck. You are a true gem in my life. And I really don't think any of this would have happened without, I mean, I'm confident none of this would have happened without you. And I just want to acknowledge you publicly and let you know how much I love you. And thank you. Thank you for everything. You're welcome. In the truest sense of the word, you are welcome to all of that. You are welcome to it. And I thank you for all the teaching and all the support and all the love that you give me. And it's such a blessing to be able to help bring this method to the world because it helps so many people, everyone it touches. So I really hope you enjoyed the interview as much as I enjoyed interviewing Esther. She is a true gem. And if you'd like to reach out to her, you can email her at eagoldenberg at gmail.com. I'll also put that in the show notes so it's just a click away. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.shiragura.com.